We're on now. Hey! <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to Vietnam. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> shout out to Vietnam. Yeah, that was nuts. When I was just looking at that, the, I, <laughs> I was just looking at the no stats, stats and I was like, who? Either that or somebody got a VPN when they listen to us and it's going through Vietnam. Okay, <laughs> that works for me too. Hey, well, I, I guess we can say we global now. Well, we I'm global. about to start acting brand new. <laughs> Spotify about to Spotify need to drop me a check for real, for real. Me as well. Also, uh, oh God, apparently the AMAs happened. I, uh, yeah, I don't care. The only thing <laughs> I don't I'm, give a we don't give a fuck about the American Music Awards. Yeah, no, there's only one thing I want to say about the AMAs, and that was Post Malone won Best Rap Album of the Year. Fucking hilarious. What? Yes. Against who? I, you know, I didn't even check the nominees, but the who I don't care who he was nominated against. The fact that he won is an issue. <laughs> That's fair. That's really fair. I mean, I saw it was happening yesterday, and I saw the clips, and I was like, all right, well. Let's see. Nominee. <coughs> First off, there are only three nominees, so, like, what's what the fuck sort of... I don't I don't like American. I don't yeah. like American. Let's see. It, beat, it beat Astroworld and Championships. <sighs> what is the judging period? I don't get it. Uh, I think they're judging period. Astroworld came out summer last year. You, uh, hmm. Yeah, if it was summer, then they don't have the same one that the Grammys have, because the Grammys is like the is like August thirty first of the is the cutoff, and then after that you have to be counted for the next year. Mm. Well, yeah, they were really they were really spot on. They were really kind of crazy with their. Uh, <laughs> they were a little. They only had three nominated. They were stingy as fuck. Yeah, already. <laughs> How was your week? Uh, it was cool. Uh, played Pokemon. Played a whole lot of Pokemon Sword. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the way I like to play it, and the reason why it's taken me so long to beat it, I think I'm at clocked in at like maybe like 20 hours right now, mm-hmm. and I just beat the Rock Gym. Okay. And the ways, I think the reason why, and I nailed it down, was like I like to catch all the like if I see something new, you like want first it. time playing, first time playing my Pokemon, yeah, I'm gonna catch it. Yeah, that's fair. Like I just want to catch it. Like I don't even want to train it. Nothing. And some of these Pokemon be breaking out of quick balls, and that's why I forever keep this game. Oh, oh my god! And I don't have anything I can put it to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I just have like I had something that got paralyzed because I have a uh, toxicity. Okay. But I deleted I deleted Nuzzle for fucking uh, poison jab because yeah that makes sense. Yeah. And then I, and then I forgot you and then like you have to catch and what I didn't know is that you have to catch a. Uh, a raid Pokemon in order to get like um in order to get the uh the Gigantamax yes. of that Pokemon. Yeah, so and not yeah, that that's basically the gist of it is you gotta do like Pokemon with Gigantamax forms, not every Pokemon that is that you know of that type can Gigantamax. You have to do a raid and get a Gigantamax XYZ. Yeah, which I guess is fine. Yeah, I think it, probably towards the end of the game, it's all fine it's just, and dandy until you realize that you're not guaranteed the Pokemon after the raid. I know, I heard about that. I was like, Ooh. do you know how many? Do you know how many Gigantamax Butterfreeze I caught before I got one? Or how many? Uh, I don't know, like five, but it, it still felt like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was easy. At least it's easy. 
like raids. Okay, right now, I I was doing I was doing some raids with my friend Hannah, and it was it was pretty fun. I mean, they were like one, two star, maybe a three star raid every now yeah. and again because we weren't very far in the game. And it was mm-hmm. really it was really fun. One thing I will tell you: the raids don't get more difficult, but there comes a point where the raids become impossible without other human beings. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Which that. is fucked because the matchmaking is fucked. Like, if you have other human beings, there's not a single hard raid. But, <laughs> <laughs> however, for example, with what was it? It was, it was a, it was like a six star obstagoon or some shit like that. And I actually ended. I was soloing it, and I ended up in a loop where it was actually impossible for me to beat it. Like really, j- impossible. So what happened was so. As I'm sure you've realized by now, uh, raid Pokemon get two turns per turn, right? Oh shit, they do. Yeah, <laughs> not the not the ones that I've been facing, but or, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Well, they, eventually they start getting two turns per turn, and what you know when you go into a solo and you have AI with you, they can't Dynamax, right? Uh... Obstagoon basically once it starts doing. Once it gets to the point where it's like, all right, I'm going to start taking two turns in a turn, you fuck. Uh, what it will do, it, it attacks and then protects. Oh, fuck Both that. in one turn. Meaning, you, you, <laughs> you're you just shit out of luck. Because there's no Dynamax rotation going on. Because obviously Dynamaxes go through, protects. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> so, you know, shit like that <laughs> can happen. Fun. Yeah. The liter- yeah, I really hope they do something about the matchmaking. Yo, the Ycom system is so trash. It's so fucking bad. They keep... Gen 6 was perfect. Literally, you had your friends, and it said, it said acquaintances with people like you may have traded with once, like online, and then it said just like... And then it's like online, just random people. Yeah. They had it so perfect with Gen, Gen 6. Then they fucked it up. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Gen Seven had the festival plaza, and nobody liked that shit. And then, and then Gen, uh, and then Gen Eight has this. Why is the why? Why do I have to set a link code? What is this? Yeah, no. So literally, unless why am I paying for this shitty online? You can't just hop in and play with your friends. At least you can't hop in and guaranteed play with your friends, unless you're like right. actually communicating with them. Because I know hella randoms who I have on Switch, who you know I don't actually know in real life, and I don't have contact information. Right. It was like, damn, they're running mad raids. I could jump into their raids if I knew them, like, as a human being, and I could get a link code yeah, or some shit. Some, yeah, right. And then it's like, it is also crazy, like, you know what's also crazy about now? I'm thinking about it. You can't even send messages to, like, your friends. Exactly. Because, on Nintendo yeah, because, exactly. If you could send messages to your friends, it would solve everything. Because I just start messaging randoms, like, yeah. <laughs> you want to hit up a raid or two? <laughs> but, um, I'm trying to catch I some really six star dittos. For real, <laughs> for real though, I breeded one of my um, I breeded my Cinderace because my friend traded me a. He was like, "Hey, do you have a score bunny?" I'm like, "I have a Cinderace, and, <laughs> but I don't have a Ditto." And he traded me one of his Ditto, and I gave him a. And I was able to give him a score bunny. And oh. you were right about that egg shit. Yep. <laughs> you were completely right. I got three eggs, and I was like, "Yo, I don't need all of these." Yeah, and then you can't release them, so they just sit in the PC forever. Yeah, really. I, I just like I just went to it. I just went to a Discord. And I was like, uh, who wants a score bunny? Who wants a score bunny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but we're, I, got, right. I got my first, like, perfect competitive Pokemon made. Really? Like 6 IV? Year? <laughs> what Pokemon is it? An Escadrille. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I, I, yeah, uh, I, nature. yeah, I had a, uh, what was it? I had a four perfect IV ditto and I didn't feel like continuing to just like wait for RNG to give me another high star ditto. So I was like, all right, we're going to see how close we can get with this and bottle cap the rest. Mm-hmm. And you know, that took a few tries, but you know, then we bottle cap the rest and then I was like, well, fuck it's nature. <laughs> like as long as the IVs are groovy, I can change his nature. I can do whatever the yeah. fuck I want. Yeah. Nice. Ended up getting um, the shiny out of that process. Hey. Hatched one. Hey. Yeah, this might be a game where I might I might complete the Pokedex. Then again, yeah, I wasn't. Re- no, I wasn't saying that with Sun and Moon. I might complete the Pokedex because like I'm having like a lot of legit fun with this. I don't. So, I don't know if I'm if I'm ever gonna be the complete the Pokedex guy. That just I don't know. It isn't in my bones. No, I just want to get more a little bit more longevity out of this game. Yeah. Because I know I'm not gonna be. You know, I'm just gonna finish this game and then go back to like you know Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Astral Chain, which I, st- I don't, I still got a fucking beat. <laughs> still in the background. I don't know. I've been yeah. getting plenty of time out of this game just doing raids. But then again, I want to make competitive Pokemon, and raids are kind of how you do that. That's fair. Yeah, I might, I might get into competitive. I might just, you know, watch Shofu or Pokemon DR Thunder Blunder and see what's going on. Yeah. And then just get my fill through that, and then wait till fucking uh, wait until uh, what's the name? Smogon. I mean, Showdown has like the t- wait till the tears actually come out. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So, so they, bro, showdown is fucked right now. I know it's awful. It, I mean, not awful, but like it's, it's crazy. Cause there's new Pokemon that are like, come on, man, <laughs> get it, get it out of this tier. And it's like, ah, I we heard, don't. I heard, I heard Gyarados is good again. Uh, yeah. Aegislash got the nerf, but it's not enough. <laughs> yeah, Galarian Corsola is unkillable. That shit was that shit. When you told me that, I was like, Jesus. Like, don't evolve that shit. Eviolite it, and then it's just it won't die. It's I heard, Gala- I heard uh, Galare, D- Darmanitan kind of nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. But, that, that one, like, uh, be- fucking belly drum Darmanitan, Galarian Darmanitan. That was always a strap, but I, God. But, like, now it's like, bro- <laughs> brother. That was impressive. Yeah. Oh, brother. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. I was watching, a, I was actually watching some Shofu, and he was running a, Gal- a Galarian Corsola team, and that... I was hearing about how fucked it was. I'm like, it can't be that hard to kill it. And then I was watching, and it's like, you can't kill this thing. You, you just cannot kill it. It won't die. You can't kill me. And, bro, and if you and when you hit it, it disables your move, bruh. That is actually disgusting. <laughs> bruh. So you, you hit it, you don't kill it, and then you don't have that move anymore. Until you switch back out. Oh man. Well, how's your week been, though? Because I've just been playing Pokemon and so, spending time with... You know, the GF, so. Same minus the second part. Eh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Uh, Shout-outs to, shout to Hannah. Uh, she's one of our faithful listeners. She asked she asked me today, actually. It was funny, because she was like, she was like, when's the pod coming out? And I'm like, uh, today? She said, what time? I was like, uh. uh <laughs> I said, uh, maybe like seven? It's like, that depends on this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't tell him all, I didn't tell her all that. I was just like, uh. uh. <laughs> Because I, I I post about it. We post about it in the morning. Right? Yeah, yeah. But like, it goes out at night. But it goes loud at night. So I can, if I want you to hear it, you gonna hear it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll yeah. slide your link. Because <laughs> see that link. <laughs> and the, literally, the only reason we do that is because uh, I do all the I do all the uploads and stuff, and I go to, straight to work after this. 
So like by the yeah. time I get it all uploaded, it's like either from seven to nine p.m. and those are not prime posting about your podcast no, hours. Yeah. No, not not everyone is uh not everyone is in the uh is you know late at night trying to yeah. listen to a podcast. Like, yeah. If you told me to listen to a podcast nine at night. I'm gonna be like, uh, no, like shit. Yeah. <sighs> but now, anyway, anywho. You oh, you got about... one more thing to say? No, I just wanted to ask you if you want to talk about Ja Rule. I do. This is my favorite part of this episode. So we get right into the music. Right into the podcast. Oh, yeah. This is Who He Record. Woo! Episode 8. Woo! Eight, eight. Put them in a... Mm, don't oh. make me start. I'm about to kill these niggas. Um, I'm Trev. That's Ken. Yeah. It's Ken's podcast. I don't know why I'm introing us all the time. But... Go ahead, King. So, uh, Ja Rule is a free man. I hate this. Ja Rule did <laughs> no, 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 no. Ja Rule did nothing wrong. This is some bullshit. No, no, no. In a court of law, Ja Rule was proven to have done nothing wrong with Fire Festival. Neither did uh, neither did XSX Tentacion, but hey. Well, well, here's the thing. Ja Rule was actually acquitted. X died, so they dropped the charges. <laughs> yeah, this is just some bullshit. So for those who don't know about Fire Festival. Um, or who, if, if you don't know who Ja Rule is, J-A space R-U-L-E, he really, like, he made some songs way back. Nothing but the rule, baby! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he made some songs. I forgot what the one was, but it had some girl on it. I don't know. For So for Fire Festival, well, this thing happened, like, a while ago. So I think, like, what is it, 2017? Yeah. Um, you, you may have seen it on Twitter. But, like, people were posting, like, pics of, like, we went to this festival and, like, this is the dinner that they're giving us. And I remember seeing those tweets and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, any further. I was like, damn, y'all mad? <laughs> y'all mad? Yeah. And so, uh, Fire Festival was basically, like, this really crazy scam artist idea where it was kind of like, um, we're going to bring all these music acts to a island and it's going to be a three-day festival and it's yeah. going to be crazy. Basically, but like they did it all scummily. Yeah, it was it was all a scam. There's two really oh. good documentaries on it. Yes, the Hulu. Like, look up Fire Festival on Hulu and on Netflix. Then you get both. There's not. It's not two sides. But like, I think Hulu was the one that interviewed him. Netflix was not the one. And yeah. Hulu the one. And Hulu the, the Hulu one. I think is better if you want to see like in depth what they did and how shitty they were. Yeah. Netflix, if you want to see an overall process, because they actually interviewed the dude, uh, Billy, whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, and also like Billy McFarlane and also the Netflix one kind of like reduce it like there's a there's a party involved who was uh their job was making advertisements and they knew the advertisements were cap and they made them anyway yeah. that same production studio who made those advertisements was the studio who made the Netflix documentary so they kind of toned down what they did wrong in the Netflix one exactly exactly which isn't great but they're both still really yeah. good watches but yeah, so um, Ja Rule has been dismissed as a defendant in the $100 million class action lawsuit Jesus. over 2017's Taipei <laughs> Fire Festival. And the reason why this is a bullshit is because I was specifically remembering the Skype uh, call that they had with Ja Rule. And he was like, come on, y'all. There's a lot of smart people in the room. I was like, fuck off, Ja Rule. Wait, what, wait what, what was it? What was it? He said Remember, he, it was, he like, was like, no, he was like, it's... Oh, uh, what was it? It's like it's not fraud; it's false advertisement. <laughs> yeah. um, the rule, bro. Ja, ja rule can take no L's. Yeah, and also not only did he get uh, not only did he get acquitted, I guess. 
Also, uh, the chief marketing officer, officer who was a scumbag, Grant Margolin, was also dropped as a defendant. Damn. Um, yeah. He, uh, in terms of the exact reason, um, uh, basically the lawyers appealed the judge's July decision because this actually happened back in July where they were like, hey, dismiss him. But the law firm against him was like, no, 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 no. Look at these documentaries. You know, they yeah. knowingly encourage this shit. Yeah. And then um, just was like, nah. Uh, they said any information obtained from the fire fraud and fire the greatest party that never happened documentaries <laughs> could not be used as new evidence. So they had been public knowledge for six months prior to the dismissal. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, luckily, Damn. the lawsuit against uh, Billy McFarlane, who is the founder of Fire Festival, is still going. But, yeah, I, I mean. I see no way for him. Yeah, I see no way for Billy to get out of it. He really can't. He's got a terrible track record. But the rule can take no else. Yeah. <laughs> I guess not. He wins. Yeah. Speaking of being not being able to take fucking L's. Six Nines coming back in the next month, reportedly. I'm so ready. Snitch I'm on so your Sally. I'm so ready, y'all. That Christmas uh first day out track about to go crazy. I don't wanna hear I don't wanna hear Six Nines first day out. Why not? I don't really want to hear six nine. <laughs> well, hey, Bogey. you won't listen to it anyway for this damn pod. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad he's coming out. Um, yeah, this nigga about to have a whole ass career. He is because he denied witness protection. <laughs> yep, yep, denied witness protection. He about to have that 24 seven security. He about to get a new deal. Yeah, he like, already has hey. a new deal. Mm-hmm. He has a two. He already has a two album deal already. Well, six nine that's even better. The the artist formerly known as Daniel Hernandez cannot be defeated. Nope, can't take no else. For those who don't know, uh, six nine Daniel Hernandez, he made um, Gummo, <laughs> Iffy Sticky Blicky, um, etc. Yeah, and he was basically put in jail. Uh, I think was it racketeering at first? It was racketeering, and it, it what was it? It was like consp- it was. It was uh, just gang related shit. It, it was racketeering and gang shit, basically. Gang shit and racketeering, and like he was basically put on the stand, and uh, he was he snitched, and like he did a lot of snitching on everybody. Um, and he, he was like trying to he was like he was like trying to build it up to where like he didn't like he was just like uh, I'm just this kid trying to make music and I got protection and like he played the role, you yeah. know? Yeah. He was he played that he was a big gangster, but he's really just not. He's not about it. But hey, it don't matter no more. My boy Danny Hernandez getting out. Oh my goodness. <sighs> yep. 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 I just can't. So. Oh well. I mean, fuck it. He might. He, he might not even need witness protection, bro. Like, what? Anybody who wants to harm him's in jail. <laughs> Any, yeah. Anybody who would want to harm him is going fucking under the jail. Yeah, and Shadi don't even seem mad at him in the interviews. For those who don't don't know, uh, Shadi also a member of the same gang that Six Nine was a part of, and also Six Nine's manager. Uh, he went down for a lot, and mm-hmm. he just kind of mm-hmm. was like, yeah, it was more. He seemed more disappointed that Six Nine turned snitch than he was angry. He's just like, this is what it is. I'm gonna do my time. Yeah, that's how we gonna go. Alrighty. Um, yeah. You want to talk about Space Ghost Perp? Sure. Um, Space Ghost Pussy. 
Um, <laughs> for those who don't know, because I didn't know about Space Ghost Perp until that song fucking came out. Right. Um, he was basically, he was the guy in Florida that pretty much influenced all the Florida rappers. So, like, the so, X, Denzel Curry, Xavier Wolf, mm-hmm. like, that entire wave, pretty much the entire modern wave of SoundCloud, would, that's Space Ghost Perp. Yeah. And, but, but, <laughs> he, he doesn't get a lot of respect even though, like, people will acknowledge that he was an innovator and that he's the father of, like, this whole sound, right? Yeah. But, but, he's, not res- but he's not really respected because shortly after doing that, he might have insulted ASAP Yams after he died, and that's a big yeah. no-no in rap. You just don't ma- don't say ba- you don't say that bad things about ASAP Yams, or the dead in general, but... Yeah, and then he burned, just burned a lot of bridges with a lot of people that, like, he came up with. Yeah. So came up with him. basically all of the people who he put on and helped come up are now significantly more famous than him. And he burnt all of those bridges. Yeah. So space go perping really. Yeah. So all, now uh, all he does is spend his time. Rap, fake beefs. <laughs> yeah. Dropping really bad music and harassing other rappers. Uh, last, let's see. Last time it was his 40 minute long rant about Denzel Curry and all, yeah! all, all these uh, <laughs> say, saying, you know, he's sweet, he's not hard, this and that. He wasn't actually from the hood. He he said he couldn't be from the hood because he liked anime. Uh, he 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 accused him of ha- of sleeping with a underage Billie Eilish on tour, like a bunch of crazy he's shit. Still underage. Yes. Uh, but, um, and then yeah, the top sacrificing XXX Yeah, they they yeah it was. Was he, uh, he said X, uh, no, he said, yeah, Denzel sacrificed X in exchange for fame to the Illuminati. Uh, the time before that, it was, oh yeah, he went on like a very, very, very long homophobic rant on IG Live, and it was just very manic and strange. <laughs> yeah. And so. then the time before that, it was him sexually harassing ASAP Rocky on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. So what's he doing now, buddy? All right. So what 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 he's doing now? <laughs> Sorry, I just I just want to read what he said to ASAP Rocky for the people real quick. And I quote: "I can't wait to hit you from the back again, get you all types of pregnant." <laughs> just what did he do now? So what did he do now? Also, so recently Tory Lanez dropped his uh long a long awaited project chicks tape five and uh space girls perp took offense to the existence of this album uh he made he posted a 16 minute long video of Uh him lying in bed with the only part of a woman this woman who that is in frame being the woman's hand (laughs) and he the accusation he made was basically that Hit that he had stolen Tori's bitch, that she was in fact with him now, and that he does not appreciate Tori making an entire album about his girl. Yeah. He also is in the video saying he'll kill he'll kill him if he keeps making songs about her. Uh, he was waving a gun around. There was a little boy, <laughs> like an actual child, just in this you know in the video, just wandering around while he was. This grown-ass man is waving this gun around and yelling at the camera. Uh, he must have been like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. Just so surprised and shocked. Yeah. You know, 
outside of the child endangerment, I'm gonna say this is Cap. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, Space Ghost Perp is an unhinged individual. Yes. I feel like somebody as unhinged as him wouldn't care about like keeping the young woman's identity anonymous. <laughs> yeah. He he would if he was deaf if he actually had Tori's girl he would definitely put the camera on her face instead of just there's a woman's hand like hanging in frame. Right. Fuck knowing S. Um, knowing like, even if you were that woman like why would you sit there and like. <laughs> yeah, why would you sit there while 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 this grown man's yelling at pointing a gun at the camera and going oh her pussy got you writing songs huh couldn't be me. Uh, it's <laughs> like damn. Uh, <laughs> It's like that hand. He straight up said, "This hand right here has you writing songs." I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yo, can you, yo, can you chill? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I await the next time Space Ghost Perp is on his bullshit again. Every time he's on his bullshit, it's, it's you know, it's entertaining for me. I it yeah. just really sucks. It really sucks to see so much talent squandered. But it's, it is it's what it a is. Really, yeah, it's just gonna happen. Yeah. It's oh man, it's really just kind of. Uh, I don't even know what. I don't even know like what uh, what exactly, like, why is he like this? <laughs> from what <laughs> I understand, from what I go crazy. From what I understand, and I'm saying this, I'm not. I'm not saying this in a derogatory way. I'm saying this in a f- way of objective fact. From what I from what I understand, Space Ghost Perp is autistic. Mm. Yeah, I, I'll go. I'll get behind that. From what I understand, so <laughs> that's that's yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about black women tearing typical, each other down. Typical ableist, just to blame it on a disability. Yeah, I, I guess crazy. So. I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not saying all autistic people will become a Space Ghost Perp. But I'm saying if you're already unhinged and you're also... Uh, uh. Damn, bruh. Damn, bruh. Oh. Go ahead, go ahead, keep going. Soul Train, what happened, King? Yeah. No, I get it, I get it. And I'm sure our listeners get it, too. It's really crazy, though. Yeah. All right, so... uh. The Soul Train Awards happened, and I'm not going to talk about all the Soul Train Awards because they're mostly boring and nobody really cares, but there's one category I'd like to talk about, and that was R&B Album of the Year, because of the aftermath of it. I thought it was Soul Album of the Year. What was it? Was it Soul Album of the Year? Oh yeah, no, it was Soul. You're right. So yeah, Soul Album of the Year, and Ari Lennox and Lizzo were both nominated and Lizzo won, and then Ari Lennox and the rest of the internet decided to have a meltdown the next day. She fucking did. Oh. Now, before before we get into what Ari was doing, basically the gist is Ari went on a very long rant. People called her entitled. She said, I'm not entitled. I just actually care about this shit. I'm quitting. Then she unquit like all people do when they're done being angry on Twitter. Yeah, she okay. So it was album slash mixtape of the year okay. at the Soul Train Awards. Yeah, so okay. not exactly the soul, not exactly R and B, but it's the Soul let's Train assume, Awards. Yeah, just so it's the Soul Train Awards. Th- here's the issue with this, and this is why I d- I obviously don't agree with how Ari handled yourself. You should never be 
a sore loser and go in a fucking temper tantrum on the internet for seven hours. Like, yeah. that's just not what you should do. Yeah. No, but, yeah. and we're going to talk, we're going to get into this more later. Lizzo is an industry darling right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Yeah, actually. Yeah, can't like, deny Lizzo right now. Like, the, like, the only people who don't like Lizzo are the people who are like, you know, who don't like some of the shittier things she does, like the whole, uh, postmates <laughs> like the whole postmates thing and yeah just yeah like th those are the main people who aren't you know don't really like lizzo and here's the thing i will even contest uh because i love you is a good album it is it's not a soul album no it's a pop album yeah it not. is she she never even struck me as like a soul artist anyway. no and L lizzo is a self-described pop singer yeah right it Like if, like I if I if I remember correctly, the like somebody posted a screenshot and the like description on iTunes says pop star and pop album, like in right. but not not in like the you know genre tags that you know iTunes applies, in the description written by her label of the album, <laughs> and her fucking uh, and her fucking bio says America's next box star but like come on yeah that was obviously a play on words like, yeah. that's not so i don't like how ari handled herself in that situation but i do think that at the soul awards it's kind of fucked up to put the pop singer in in the album of the year of the soul awards category yeah and then not only just put her in there she wins over a yeah. bunch of other actual soul albums. Yeah, it that that it, that's just a little that's just a little fuck to me. And I we and and obviously like award shows are a popularity game, and Lizzo has the popularity, right? She has yeah. she has, she's she's broken into that mainstream. She white, got that. She got white, an anthem out. Yeah, that's she has a she has an anthem out. White women love her. That's all you need, right? Yeah, it's just kind of fucked because. The way Ari put it, it was very clear that it wasn't losing that made her mad. It was losing the Soul Train Award. Right. Because, in, like, basically what she was saying on Twitter dur during a certain part of her rant was, I w went, you know, I came into this thing fully prepared to be ignored and snubbed. This was the one night where I thought my hard work would be recognized. Right. Like, she's like, I'm no stranger to getting snubbed, trust me, but, like, God damn. Yeah. Like... She doesn't even belong in this category. <laughs> and, we'll, oh, there's going to be plenty more of that when we talk about the Grammy noms in a bit. Oh, my God. The Grammy noms are fucking atrocious this year. All right, so. Some of them are just kind of crazy. Real quick, I guess there's not much to say on this other than uh, the final XSX Tentacion album, which would be his second posthumous album, Bad Vibes Forever, is coming out December 6th. Yeah, so I put this um I put this on here because I saw the trailer for I think the um I saw the trailer for the album and I guess the documentary that's gonna come out they had a lot of pe people like giving yeah. like giving like their whole take like they got Billie Eilish they got PNB Rock they got uh you know his whole very rare crew mm -hmm. um I think I saw I saw Kid Trunks and I saw Craig Zen um Kid Den Trunks like he's about to fucking cry in that trailer Denzel Curry's <laughs> definitely gonna be in there somewhere yeah and Stephanie Ski as well yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I saw it and I was like, oh shit, it's coming out and it's coming out next week. Yeah. 
I know I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna, gonna get a couple songs off it. Not gonna lie. Not gonna expecting to anything. Not expecting anything too good because, yeah. um, to be quite honest, because like at the end of the day, like I think I don't think so. Lil Peep released a posthumous album, right. and that was like all. Then these were like songs we knew were a thing. They were just like songs that were finished, and they just didn't come out. Right. I feel like X, in terms of what he's got, in terms of like the terms of skins, they were unfinished songs, and it was like here, let's just put it out, I guess. Yeah, put it out. And get then, get somebody to spit a four. <laughs> like it wasn't like it wasn't like shit. Yeah, it wasn't like shit. Like um, like I wish it was like all his SoundCloud shit that's not available on streaming, which yeah. I think will probably be part of Bad Vibes Forever. To be quite honest. Possibly. Yeah, but I, I think Little Peep. I think Little Peep did it better. Um, and I think he'll probably have the better posthumous album out of both of them. I'm not trying to compare them, but yeah. I mean, obviously I am, but it's not, I think it's just, you know, All right. hopefully these are finished songs and like just rehashes of shit that came out on SoundCloud, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. All right. So we have 2020 Grammy nominees reveals. So it's got to get crazy. So this is what we're going to do. Uh, we'll just go category by category, tell you who is in that category. Um, then we'll give our opinions. We are only doing the general categories, you know, best new artist, record of the year, album of the year, those ones. And then Not the, the whole. And then the R&B and rap categories, because anything yeah. beyond that, we're getting outside of our wheelhouse, and I also don't, <laughs> don't care. Know shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first. I'm not even going to watch the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> Grammys are for crackers. So let's start here. Record of the year. We have Hey Ma by Bon Iver, Bad Guy, Billie Eilish, Seven Rings, Ariana Grande, Hard Place by Her, Talk, Khaled, uh, Old Town Road, Lil Nas X, and Billy Ray Cyrus, Truth Hurts by Lizzo, and Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee. If I had to pick two that will take it home, uh, Old Town Road or Sunflower. Mm, okay, I, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think... Out of those, they're either going to give it to uh, Old Town Road, Truth Hurts, or Sunflower. Yeah. Or they could just throw us all under the crazy, all, just throw us all for a loop and give it to Bon Iver. <laughs> Remember when they did that shit to, uh, when they uh, quote unquote snubbed Beyonce? Yeah. Gave that shit to Beck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas were mad and they were like, uh, Beck kind of did everything on it, this it, album. It was like, Beck played like 20 instruments, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Here's shit. the thing. Can we all agree Lizzo is an industry plant? Oh, facts. There's no fucking way she's not. Okay, perfect. So, can we talk about the fact that Truth Hurts is a song from 2016 and it's up for record of the year? Yep. That's... I just don't know what the rules are anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because it fell on a 2019 album. It was. She she re she re-released it on the deluxe edition of Cause I Love You. So that it would mm -hmm. be on that. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. that, that's it. That'll do it. You know, you know how I play the game. Yeah, you know. We got to play the numbers game. <laughs> For real. All right. Uh, let's see. And here we have album of the year. This category is fucking awful. Uh, <laughs> we have I, I by Bon Iver. Norman fucking Rockwell by Lana Del Rey. When we, when we Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish. Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. I Used to Know Her by Her. Uh, seven Lil Nas X, cause I seven love you. EP, Liz by the way. Yes, yes, it is called <laughs> the full title of that is Seven EP, and it is nominated for Album of the Year. <laughs> I hate these niggas. <laughs> and Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend. Okay. 
Um, so why is I didn't even know Lana Del Rey was still making music. Oh, yeah. oh, they, oh, the white women love it. <laughs> I guess that's fair. So if I had to give a prediction, uh, I they are going to give it to "Cause I Love You." <laughs> God, I hate that shit. I, I know. Really. Yeah, yeah, but it, no. If I had to say, if I if I was in charge and I picked, it would either be "I Used to Know Her" or "When We Fall Asleep." Where do we go? easily okay. out of those yeah absolutely i completely agree with you on that one all right song of the year uh always these are also fucking awful yeah also remember <laughs> maybe I just because i don't know but... also remember us this way by lady gaga i said also always remember us this way bad guy by billy eilish bring my flowers now by brandy charlie hard place by her lover by taylor swift norman fucking rockwell by lana del rey Someone You Loved by Capaldi, and Truth Hurts by Lizzo. If I had to who pick... Who is Capaldi? I don't know who Capaldi <laughs> is. So here's what I'm going to say. If I Who I think they're going to give it to is either... I feel like this is the one they're either going to give Billie Eilish or Lizzo as well. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick, it would be Hard Place. Because her is just... Oh. Of course, of course. I understand. Her... That music's angelic. <laughs> yeah, I understand completely. I'd give it to bad guy. Mm, okay. I'm the bad. <laughs> <laughs> Is that wait? Say that again. How she do it? I'm the bad. Hold on, my phone's ringing. What the fuck? What the hell? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey, dad. How's it going? <laughs> Oh, you called the wrong person? Yeah, um, I'll call a Weezy because I got to pick her up. Oh, it's okay. Like right next to her on my favorite <laughs> list. I can hit you, but anyway, what's going on? How's everything? Um, nothing right now. I'm just uh talking to Ken. You're on our podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, you got you, you do a podcast? Yeah, uh, just a uh, just something fun. What is it for? Um, for Smash Brothers? No, no, not even. Uh, they <laughs> talk about it sometimes. But it's just for like music and video games and stuff like that. Stuff that we like. Shows, oh, real life stuff. Okay, that's, that's, Anything that's, that's happening. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Alright. Well, I'll let you back to your podcast, bro. Uh, uh, I'll call you later. Alright. See ya. Alright. Bye-bye. Yo. Friend of the show. <laughs> 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 that's some next level content. That's crazy. Alrighty. So, best new artist. Yes. Uh, Black Pumas, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, Lizzo, uh, Maggie Rogers, Rosalia, Tank and the Bangas, Yola. Uh, out of this list, who I would pick is either Billie Eilish or Rosalia. Is Billie Eilish still like a new fucking artist? Like <laughs> her debut, is... her debut album came out this year. Because here's the thing: it's hard to define new. That's why I think new artist is like the dumbest category at any at any award show, really, because. Yeah. Define new, cause I would say breakout artist. Yeah, yeah, that would be a better way to say it. Like, yeah. for example, Truth Hurts is from 2016. Lizzo's been making music for a minute. All everybody who makes it in the music industry has been making music for a minute. Right. Like, but like something, some people I can see like actually like new artists like Lil Nas X definitely. Yeah. And well, I mean, Billie Eilish and Lizzo are both uh, industry plants. So. Hmm. Um, oh, most definitely. 
I would. It's either going to be one of those two. Yeah. As much as I would love to give it to Lil Nas X, because like he's got the white people on his side. He does have the white people on his <laughs> side. It's it's those two. Yeah. There ain't no way. <laughs> also, all right. So this is where the bullshit starts. Are you ready? <laughs> you have to. Okay, you have to define to me because this is the part I get confused. Okay. So, what? Okay, so just name off, name off, name this category, and I ask my question. Best pop solo performance. What does performance mean? <laughs> yeah, if it's not song like. <laughs> yeah, well, I, 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 oh, I don't know, man. Somebody, is that like just? Is that like just voice alone? I think like, it's just voice alone. Like live, like see, that's the thing I yeah. don't know. But no, this is where the the uh, real bullshit starts. Yeah. But I'm going to point out when, how the bullshit starts in a bit. But just remember, who is nominated for Best Pop Solo Performance? So we have Spirit by Beyonce, uh, Bad Guy Billie Eilish, Seven Rings, Ariana Grande, Truth Hurts, Lizzo, You Need to Calm Down, Taylor Swift. Uh, mm -hmm. Who I think they're going to give it to. Like, all of these categories make, make me feel like it's going to be Billie or Lizzo just because the Grammys are the Grammys. But I actually feel like they might give it to Beyonce here because... Like, I think she's she's not nominated for too much this year. Right. I honestly think Pop Solo, if I'm thinking about that, shit. I mean, Seven Rings was kind of, she was in her rap bag. She was in her singing bag. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know. Pop Solo, I mean, shit, she might take it. But, I mean, I can see any of those four taking it, to be quite yeah. honest. I haven't listened to any Taylor Swift, but people love her, so. Yeah. <laughs> Declared honestly, it's a artist of the decade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess. All right. Uh, pop best pop duo slash group performances. Mm -hmm. Boyfriend Ariana Grande and Social House. Sucker by jo the Jonas Brothers. Old Town Road Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus. Sunflower Post Malone and Sway Lee. Uh, Senoritas Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. What about the one with uh? So the slime didn't get nominated. No. Mason Ramsey. No, I'm not so the, the, the the slat version did not get nominated. <laughs> which one of the which one of these Old Town Roads is the goddamn definitive version? I believe <laughs> I believe I believe the Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus is overtaken as this is the main one, and the rest yeah. are just vestigial. That's fair. Uh, now, um, I feel like Sucker Jonas Brothers they had a great comeback. Um, or Sunflower. Yeah, same. Mm. All right. Best traditional pop vocal album. And the, oh, and the only reason I'm not saying like Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus is because they already won everything this damn year. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Yeah. All right, we have uh, C. Andrea uh, Baselli. Jesus, I'm sitting too far back from the screen. I need to put my glasses on. Uh, we have Love by Michael Bublé, Look Now by Elvis Costello and the Imposters, A Legendary Christmas by John Legend, and Walls by Bob Barbara Streisand. What does traditional pop mean? I think traditional pop means there aren't any 808s and shit. Uh, <laughs> if like I had to... Instrument? <laughs> yeah, if I had to guess what the difference okay. maker is. Okay. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't listened to any of these. Me neither. But informing right. the people. All right. Yeah. The pop, uh, best pop vocal album. Uh, the Lion King, The Gift by Beyonce. Uh, when We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, Billie Eilish. Thank You, Next, Ariana Grande. 
number six collaborations project Ed Sheeran and Lover Taylor Swift. I have no problem with any of these being here except number six collaborations projects because don't get me wrong, Taylor Swift, not my cup of tea. I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to her. I don't personally like her music. Number six collaborations project is fucking bad. It's oh, bad. You, you went out of your way to listen to that. Yeah, I went out of my way to listen to that because, as the name implies, it was a bunch of collabos, so there was a shit ton of rappers on it. It was basically mm -hmm. Ed it basically Ed Sheeran going, hey, black people, you want to see all the black people who kind of fuck with me? It was awful. Kind of fuck with me. He, he, there's a song with two Latino women on it called South of the Border. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh boy, we won't we won't get into how problematic that is. <laughs> oh my god! All right, uh, if I had to say, I'd, I think they're either going to give it to the gift or thank you next. Okay, okay. And I say that because Billie Eilish is nominated for so many other things. They're probably going to give her something somewhere else. Oh, absolutely. Let's see here. We have best R and B song, which is could have been her featuring Bryson Tiller. Look at me now, mm. Emily King and Jeremy Most. Look at me now. Oh. No guidance. <laughs> no guidance. Chris Brown featuring Drake. Roll some mo by Lucky Day. Say so. PJ Morton featuring JoJo. I think they're gonna give it to No Guidance. If I had my choice, it would have been could have been a roll some mo. Yeah, same. I was I was I'm vibing with you on those too. Like no guidance. You kind of oh keep going. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's it, it, crazy. <laughs> All right, we got Best Urban Contemporary Album. That is Apollo 21, Steve Lacey, Cause I Love You, Lizzo. And this is where I have a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's nominated for Best Urban Contemporary Album, but also Best Pop Solo Performance. And that, that's not even the end, but there's more inconsistencies, but we're going to get to that. Anyway, mm -hmm. the rest in that category are Saturn by Now, Overload by Georgia Ann Muldrow, and Being Human in Public by Jesse Reyes. Okay. Uh, if I had to pick, it would either be Apollo 21 or Being Human in Public. Okay. If I, who I think it's going to is, I, I honestly think it's going to go to Jesse. No, I think it's going to go to Jesse Reyes, mm -hmm. and I think they're going to give Lizzo a bigger award. <laughs> Ooh, Okay. Right. Plan. <laughs> and this is the only welcome welcome to the only category where every single nominee is good best r&b album uh eleven twenty three by bj the chicago kid painted by lucky day self-titled by lmi paul by pj morton and ventura by anderson pack lmi if yeah if i had if i had if i had to pick i would say painted or ventura I think it's gonna be. I I think it might end up being LMI self-titled. Yeah. Okay. Just because I vibe, vibe. I I think even even though like Lucky Day and Anderson Pack have both had incredible basketball years, I think LMI is just still a bigger name. That boot up took her. Yeah. Boot up did it. All right. Boot up. All right. We're, let's now run the to the rap awards. Finally, something I understand. Best rap performance, Middle Child by Jermaine Cole. Jermaine. <laughs> Shug by DaBaby. Down Bad by Dreamville featuring J.I.D., Boz, Earth Gang, Young Nudie, and Jermaine Cole. 
Jermaine. <laughs> Rax, Rax in the middle. Nipsey Hustle featuring Roddy Rich and Hit Boy. And Clout Offset featuring Cardi B. The best song out of all of these is Down Bad. So I hope Down Bad wins. Uh, I think I, it's going to yeah. be Suge. I think it's definitely going to be Suge as well. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, of course Dreamville got the best song. Yeah, that makes sense. However, However <laughs> Suge kind of went crazy. Yep. I'm going to be done. Shot me a nigga? I'm going to be done. Shot me a nigga. All <laughs> no right. cap. All right. Best oh, yeah. rap slash song performance. What does... Uh, Wait, that uh, would make sense. It means there's rapping and singing on it. I still don't get performance, but go ahead. Oh, you mean by performance. Yeah, that part. <laughs> I still don't All right. Like it. So we have Higher uh, by DJ Khaled featuring Nipsey Hussle and John Legend. Drip Too Hard, Lil Baby and Gunna. Panini by Lil Nas X. Ballin' yeah. by Mustard featuring Roddy Rich. And The London by Young Thug featuring Travis Scott and Jermaine uh, Cole. Jermaine Cole. Jermaine. Uh, if I if I had to pick, it would either be the if I had to pick, it would be the London. I think that it's yeah, going to be actually, higher. I think it'd be the London because um, first of all, these two niggas, Lil Baby and Gunna, can't sing. Yes. Even though like the drip, the it, I mean, sounding like the drip. Is, yeah. a, is an art form in itself. Yes, yes. Um, Panini, I mean... But he's nominated for so many bigger awards. See, those are the yeah. ones where I feel like, all right, these are the, you know, these are the red herrings. But, like, <laughs> the, the, baby, the, the baby remix is, like, obviously the definitive version. I don't know why... They, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, the London are probably Panini. I, I think it's going to be higher. I want it to be the London. Yeah. I think it's going to be higher. Okay. Okay. I, I feel like they're I still. I feel like we're still riding high off of the uh, Nipsey morning, which he he just oh. he's somebody who deserves to be mourned, but you know. Yeah. All right. Best rap song. We have these. This ooh, bad this, idea the, by YBN Corday featuring Chance the Rapper, which is a good song. Gold yeah. Roses by Rick Ross featuring Drake, which is a good song. A lot mm -hmm. by Twenty One Savage featuring Jermaine Cole. That was a great song. I don't even like J Cole like You're that. Racks in Some the niggas make memes. <laughs> 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 Yo, who, we really let him get away with that, didn't we? This nigga really. <laughs> this nigga hopped on the track and said, "Some of these niggas make memes." So we let it happen. We let him get. He, we, we let him get away with a lot of shit. We do. We oh. Pussy niggas like Joanna, man. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. We let Jermaine get away with it. I want to fold clothes for you. Nobody clown that one. <laughs> Wet dreams. Uh, I ain't never. <laughs> we. <laughs> All right. Racks in the middle. <laughs> Nipsey Hussle <laughs> featuring Roddy Rich and Hip Boy and Suge by the Baby. Uh, if I had to pick one of these. I would pick Gold Roses or a lot. I don't. Yeah, I was gonna go. I was gonna go with a lot. I think this is the one they give to the baby, though. Really? Yes. I think this is the okay. one they give to him. Okay. And another awful category: best rap album, and it's the last one we're talking about. This category is fucking awful. Uh, Revenge it of the really Dream, Revenge of the Dreamers Three, Dreamville, 
fine. Cool. It would, it, it, that is a. It's not amazing. I don't think it's album of the year contender material. It was good. Yeah. And you know them not picking something bad is the best you can hope for. <laughs> yep. Because none of these albums are bad. Let me preface that. But all right, right. let's continue. Championships by Meek Mill. I am fine okay. with that. That makes that perfect right sense. Album. That makes perfect sense. It's a good, very good album. I am greater yeah. than I was. Twenty One Savage. Huh. That's a little suspicious. Best rap album? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Igor, Tyler, the creator, which is not a rap album. It's not a rap album. It's not. He said it isn't himself. He like literally I went to Tyler's Twitter after the nominees got announced and he was like, I guess. Cause even he himself said this isn't a rap album. I just I would be. Why do these Grammy niggas consider rap? Yeah, no. E- Igor, Igor should have been on. I honestly, Igor should have been on album Maybe of the year urban, list or urban contemporary. Yeah. Urban, yep, yep, yep. Not on best rap album. It wasn't yeah, a rap album. Um, that's crazy. How yeah, it's definitely like yeah, urban contemporary type shit. Even alternative, whatever. Yeah. Um. Um. And, it was it. You everyone heard the fucking single earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> and then the lot and then the lost boy by ybn corday to round out album of the year this category has the most snubs out of it in my opinion than any other category man because look like there because the, there are rappers who like are never going to get nominated in any of the other categories but i feel like if the grammys paid attention to hip-hop like at all like at all they would know that Bandana and Eve need to be here. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I just Googled rap albums 2019, and Igor yeah. was the first thing to come up on the list. I mean, that's why. <laughs> they, yeah, they just hit Google. They didn't even listen to the album. <laughs> they said, fuck it. <laughs> but yeah, no. The fact that Bandana, neither Bandana or Eve are on this list are fuck, is fucking ridiculous. Niggas don't care, bro. I know. I know. At it's, least they didn't put logic on here. Yeah. But yeah, if I had to pick a winner out of these options, uh, mine would I because Igor is the best album on this list. But I'm not, not gonna, rap. I'm not. But it's not a rap album, so I'm not gonna say Igor. I want Igor to win out of spite. So if I had right. to pick, it would be Championships or Revenge of the Dreamers Three. I'll give you that one. I will, I will, I will wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um. So to wrap up the Grammy section. Uh, fucking trash Grammys the Grammys are by (laughs) old white crackers for young white crackers moving on (laughs) (laughs) yo yo I'm I'm fucking with it I fuck with it yeah alright let's talk about the albums yeah alright so first we have I listened to one this time okay I thought I was gonna listen to uh, Trippy Red but I didn't get time alright we have Y&W Melly releasing Melly Versus Melvin. Um, you know what? I thought it was pretty all right. Yeah, it was pretty okay. It was pretty all right. It was YNW Melly. Yes. Um, I gotta, I gotta listen to it again. I didn't put my best tracks on there because I listened to it once through and I was like, okay. Yeah. And then you know, uh, I just let it at that because it was Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when my weekend with my girlfriend started. So right, 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 right. Stay with it. Uh, suicidal. Uh, so my best tracks are Suicidal, Bang Bang, Nobody's Around, Waiting on You. Uh, Suicidal, I don't know why I like it. I just thought it, I, 
it, I found it more entertaining than I did emotional. Because <laughs> it's very clearly he wants you to, like, he's really going through this. Like, this woman broke his heart. Right. But I listened to it, and it's just like, there's some lyrics that just make me chuckle. You know, considering the yeah. guy sitting in jail and killing two of his friends, no, yeah, allegedly. There were some lyrics that I was like, what the fuck? It's like, he what? Said on one song, he said, uh, get away with murder. I'm like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said that on one song. Yeah, I forgot what yeah. song it was, but I was like, dude, you can't do this. Yeah. I, it's just not what to say about it. It's like, if you listen to his first album he dropped this year, We All Shine, and you liked We All Shine or thought that We All Shine was okay, you will like or think this is okay. If you thought We All Shine was awful, you will think this is awful. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it, it's just not very interesting. In fact, yeah. I, in fact, I, the only reason there's even songs up here was because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be somewhat positive and not, and like, I didn't hate it. So I'm going to still talk about the things I thought were better than the rest of it. Those, be, hey, those, be, at least. but yeah. You're doing better than me. I was like, I was like, okay. All right. I listened to it on the way from work. And then since it's like forty five minutes long, I listened to uh, I listened to some of it on the way home from work, and I was like, man, yeah. this is kind of forgettable. Yeah. But I was enjoying it while I was listening to it. So. All right. I'm about to get my backpacker old head card taken away. No. Oh. Because <gasps> I listened to Kenny Beats and O Three Greedos, Netflix and Deal. <laughs> you might get your old head card taken away. And I really fucking liked it. <laughs> Hey, Kenny Beats, baby. So, that's not you. You can like him. O three Greedo. <laughs> yeah, that's the part where I'm kind of like, wait a second. All right, so let me talk about this. Go Netflix ahead, and deal. Get in your bag. Uh, a ne- actually, I just realized that's the second album in a row that is being released by somebody who's in prison. So that's fun. <laughs> but O three Greedo, uh, and Kenny Beats released Netflix and Deal this past Friday. It is. Let me let me make sure I don't say anything wrong. The entire thing is produced by one Kenny Beats, and yeah. there are thirteen tracks. I didn't, and it's only thirty four minutes long because you know it's O three Greedo. We're not we're not we're not getting operas here, but it was ignorant and it was fun, and I enjoyed it. The production was very yeah. good. O O three Greedo raps well enough that. I'm I'm not, I'm not sitting there like this is being carried by the beat. I fu- I fucking can't stand everything he's saying, and there were like plenty of standout performances from both Greedo himself and the feature picks. So the what I chose for my top tracks were Disco Shit featuring Freddie Gibbs. That shit let me it let me hear a side of Freddie Gibbs I have never heard before and I don't think I'm ever going to hear again. And that is Fredo Freddie Gibbs uh, auto crooning about cocaine. Yeah, which that that was pretty enjoyable, and I was like, okay, the, huh? I'm I'm, gl- I'm glad he went with a different lane. I'm glad he matched the vibe instead of you know just showing up and being Freddie Gibbs. Even though like I would have been completely fine if he just showed up and was Freddie Gibbs. Uh, let's see, we have Blue People, uh, featuring Vince Staples. Uh, Vince very much kills it. I really like the production on this track, and you know that's fun. And uh, Brad Pitt. Which is just o, just O three Greedo, but that's a banger. It's a banger right there. Uh, Payback featuring OGZ. Uh, th- this was this was like like it's hard to describe how I feel about these songs. But they're all just fun. It's like I just had fun listening to this. 
And w- when I have gone back and listened to my, my favorite tracks, it's like, I still have fun listening to this. Alright, alright. But yeah, Payback featuring OGZ has a very nice interpolation of uh, Still Fly. <laughs> By, you know, big timers. So that, you know, I, I love me a good interpolation. I, w- I always like it when, uh, you know, these newer artists, since a lot of them tend to be ignorant about the past... You know, send. I I always like it when they send up to the those who came before them, even if it's in little ways like, you know, this hook being an interpolation of a still flies hook. Right, right. Like it's just nice to see. And then Soul Food featuring Buddy, which just I will not lie, this song is entirely carried by Buddy's hook, because <laughs> that shit is an earworm. <laughs> facts, facts. And one and one more thing I would like to say about this album is that. I'm pretty surprised that an artist like O3 Greedo could keep some thematic consistency throughout it, but the name, <laughs> but the name Netflix and Deal actually like means something because there's a lot yeah. there's a lot of movie references in the lyrics and in the song titles, you know like yeah. Paid in Full, you know mm-hmm. Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Brad Pitt, Soul Food. Yeah, like but, it's all it's all like it's all consistent and comes together. Yeah, it make it, which is shocking. It makes sense. <laughs> oh lord alright now let's talk about Trippy Red hey you have you have four tracks on here yes <laughs> so he tri- Trippy Red dropped a love letter to you four mixtape right yes mixtape series might my, 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 my I add yes uh it was perfectly mediocre why does he do better on his mixtapes than his actual albums? That's what I don't know. Cause the same, the literally the exact same thing happened last year, where I couldn't. Oh, what was what was his actual album from last year called? Was it that? Oh was yeah, like fourteen hundred versus nine hundred or something. No, like that. life's a trip. La- life's yeah. a trip was fucking awful, and I couldn't get through it. And love letter to you three was at least okay. And this year, ex- <laughs> ex- this year exclamation mark was fucking awful. And now he comes back in the same year with A Love Letter to You 4, and it's, you know, pretty all right. There were actually songs I enjoyed to to one extent or another. Everything else, I will tell you, everything other than these four songs is just pure, trippy red, you know, type shit. (laughs) Yeah, type shit. Yeah. That's what every other song sounds like. These ones, he kept that to a minimum. Hence why I was like, I, I enjoy these somewhat. So those are Who Needs Love, which is a very melodic track. And it's very, you know, but it's it's his usual melodic self just without those moments. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's Death, which we talked about last week. Um, that's featuring DaBaby. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Sickening featuring Tory Lanez. That was pretty enjoyable. Okay. And then Can You Rap Like Me Part 2 featuring Chris King. I remember that Can You Rap Like Me Part 1. I think that was pretty relatively decent, right? Yeah, and this was also relatively decent, and then the feature artist did good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm looking up Trippy Red's fucking uh, his, like, page right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I forgot, and this is all like, like I'm looking at a discography in terms of uh, albums. Life's a trip, and then exclamation point, and then they put a love letter to you four as part of that. 
because they don't have any of the mixtapes. They have the albums, and they put a love letter to you mm-hmm. four. So I'm like, mm. wait, a love letter to you three, two, and one are all on under albums. I, on no, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're um, all on Spotify though. It's weird. It's or is that weird not what you how I, I think I think it's just Wikipedia, like being a. Oh, it was Wikipedia. But, Got it. Yeah, so they just put it under there, but they didn't put like everything else. Which right. I'm kind of confused about, but um. Right. If you click on his actual discography, then they have him there. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, and then I just remember. Oh yeah, he almost was on God's plan. Yeah. Could you imagine <laughs> then, that uh, world? He, and then he fucked it up. That's a timeline I don't yeah, want to live I, in. I think Trivia Red would have been better off if he had the God Plans feature. <laughs> he would have been. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I, I'm not saying the song would have been any better. Yeah, he would have been better I, off. <laughs> he would have definitely been better off in a way better position in life than he is now. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, King. All What's right. Uh, Tanache released uh, "Songs for You." Ooh. Yep. It's it's an R it's an R and B album. It was. I'm not gonna lie. It was. She, none of her singing was bad, but it was pretty fucking generic, except for the uh, handful of tracks I put here. Oh, uh, she was just in the same bag. Yeah. So, yeah. It, Hopscotch, Cash Race, Touch and Go, and No Better, I think are really good. Mm-hmm. Touch and Go proved to me, like, once and for all, that of this current generation, like, it's bl- it's either Black or Tory Lanez or your go-to, I need a guy on my R&B song because <laughs> because Bla- black smokes this like he usually does but yeah no it, it's it's one of those two that or shmino like one of those three are your go-to of this generation uh, yeah i feel that i feel that yeah I, I honestly don't have much to say about it it was just very uh it was very generic which i found fucking hilarious considering like tanache's comments on Aaliyah. Like, people compare... She got mad somebody yeah. compared her to Aaliyah. She was like, who's Aaliyah? Like, shut your bitch ass up. You know who Aaliyah is. Can you just Google and stop being stupid on the internet? Yeah, don't be dumb on the internet, nigga. All right, uh, next, Tech 9 dropped an EP, and that was Enter Fear Level 1. Uh, all I did not like any of it except for this last track, Bib, which was a mm. banger, and Chris Calico sings his fucking heart out on the back end of the track. And yeah, no, that, <laughs> that like that's well, our, all right. Yeah, like go listen to that. Just that's that song. Right. No, the rest of the EP is not worth anything. Uh, and then for what I I consider to be the best thing I listened to, uh, over this past weekend with the releases was Action Bronson and Alchemist, uh, drop Lamb Over Rice. So, Action Bronson is still out here. Yes, he never went away. He dropped an album last year. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And 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 Alchemist is for those of you who don't know Alchemist fucking legendary producer. A legendary right. beatsmith. Lamb over right. rice is fucking excellent from start to finish. I won't lie. One the not one bad, not bad. the only the one only thing I will say is it's Action Bronson rapping about Action Bronson things. So if you don't like what his subject matter, you're probably not going to like this. The man is rapping about expensive food, money, jewel, <laughs> you know, be, being rich now, and betting ridiculous amounts of money on college sporting events for some reason. For yeah. some for some reason, there's a bar about sport, college sports betting on every Action Bronson project. I think this time it was I put 100K on Army versus Ball State or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
But yeah, no, all, you know, as as can be expected from Alchemist, all of the production on this is fucking amazing. There's not a single bad beat, and Bronson honestly holds his own and you know does very well on those beats. He's n- in no way carried. I feel like action. Yeah. I feel like action Bronson, just because of his like out of music persona of kind of being just the fun, the funny fat guy who cooks, doesn't get as much respect yeah. as he deserves. But he he can rap like he's a, he can rap rap. No, I, I no, I remember when um I mean you know the track that made him pop, Baby yeah. Blue with the Chance the Rapper. I remember when yeah. that came out. I was like, this dude, this dude's next up, and it just never happened. Yeah, he he just kind of and he never went away. He sells enough to keep being rich. <laughs> That's fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> I would too. Yep. Fuck. I'm gonna go to these small little things, sell out these, you know, make a make a couple cash show, live yeah. off that, you know, be in my own back, mind my business. How, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, mind his business, uh, indulge in his Asian women fetish. That I'm glad he stopped talking about on songs. <laughs> like I'm really glad he stopped. Have you ever Have you ever seen the <laughs> This is the uh, this is the nastiest fucking album cover ever. <laughs> Look up Action Bronson uh, Sab, Sab Stories, and that's S A A A B. And look at that album cover, yo. <laughs> oh, what the fuck, Bronson? No, man. And that's why I'm happy he stopped talking about his age. What does that mean? What does sad mean? You know, I, I uh, just, just I'm happy he stopped talking about his Asian women fetish on songs. Oh yuck! <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, now uh-huh. that well, now this has to be the thumbnail of the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. I was gonna give you a picture of Lizzo, but yeah, this is disgusting. Wait, which picture of Lizzo? Is it the one that got memed of her ass cheeks? <laughs> Yo, you see the one where they made her ass Homer Simpson's mouth? You see the one where they, uh, yeah, you see the one where it's a hamburger? <laughs> Bro, you see the one where they put little eyes and a nose on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Niggas, they, they mean that shit, but fuck. I'm like, oh, holy. Let me get Lizzo for a night. I swear to God. I swear to God. God, I'm act up. Yo, let's talk about singles, Doug. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Party Next Door was released from the OVO dungeon, it seems. He came out of Rihanna's basement. <laughs> that means the album's done. Maybe. <laughs> Where's the album? We want the, <laughs> the damn album. album. <laughs> I know you're listening to this from Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> she was the 11%. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, Party Next Door came out uh, with two singles, uh-huh. one with Drake called Loyal, uh-huh. and one with uh, one by himself called The News. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to The News because I didn't know it came out until you know, um, like Saturday. I did. Um, I, I listened to Loyal, though. I was like, okay, we're back in that Party Next Door bag. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounded like Party Next Door. Like, that's, I don't, yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was perfectly good. Party next it's refreshing to hear yeah. from him. It's refreshing to hear from him is the thing. Like, he didn't do anything new. He didn't, like, come back out of the shadows and reinvent himself. It was still just party next door, but, you know. Yeah. It was nice to hear. It's nice to hear from him. Uh, yep. Let's see. XXX Tentacles and B- PNB Rock and Trippy Redford drop Bad Vibes Forever. Yeah, I guess the single from the album. It's, um, it's fucking bad, dog. Yeah, hey, 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 
it might be bad. It's a little catchy, but it was a little catchy at first. I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that shit sounds. To be quite honest, all the singles this week were kind of like, eh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Except the uh, except the party next door joint. Yeah. Even then, I'm gonna have to listen again. I know I like it, but mm-hmm. um, and then I did not listen to the smoke perp joint. Yeah, it was weird. Um, smoke perp and those scars dropped dirty, dirty. Like I said, it was weird. I okay. didn't know those two would come on together on a track. Yeah. Um, it surprisingly worked, but you know, it, as far as a smoke perp and little sky song will work. Right. So, <laughs> if you like either of those, you'll like this song. If not, eh, you ain't really fucking with it. All right. I think these. Li- I didn't listen to this next one. All right. Which so, is really, really sad to me. So, Take a Day Trip dropped Lighthouse featuring Rico Nasty, Slow Thigh, and Ice Cold Bishop. This is a fucking banger. Oh. It is Ooh. a banger. I don't know how you'll feel about it because I don't think I don't think I've can. Did you say you did? You said you listened to some Slow Thigh and you hadn't decided if you liked him or not yet. Yeah, it was like Slow his verse t- on Psycho, and yeah. I was like, is, "Is this nigga a UK rapper?" He is. <laughs> he, a- <laughs> he is literally one of two UK rappers I actually like. It's him and Lil Sims, because Lil Sims. I thought I was about to say Skepta. No, <laughs> no, because because Lil Sims doesn't rap about fucking killing people, so I could take her seriously and. Slow tie has a very grimy accent, so I can take it seriously. Other than that, like, the accents are... Uh, but yeah, Ice Cold Bishop, uh, I feel like, is maybe the standout on this track. His verse is really, really fucking good. And, yeah, I'm listening to it right now. Um, and, the, uh, and Rico, I like the beat. Yeah, and Rico Nasty shows up, as always. Yeah, I mean, Rico Nasty, Rico Nasty. She needs to, like... I want her to, like, get on, get on. Yeah. She literally needs that one feature or like maybe a song about scamming niggas and then Yeah. People do like <laughs> which scamming. Fuck, which fucking which fucking sucks. She bro. can't she can't scream and talk about being a punk rock bitch and get yeah. on. <laughs> like it's so trash. Yeah. <laughs> like you, women that that's that's the shitty part about the uh, rap industry. Wh- women don't get on and by on we mean like household names cuz obviously people like no name are on, right? They're like people like Rhapsody are on, but like you don't get on unless you're basically <laughs> making yeah, the same and, music. And what I mean is like, you know, Rico Nasty's on, but she's I not a household like, I'm name. Trying hear, I, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to hear her song on like on TV, pretty much. Yeah, and that and that's the issue. That that uh, that's why it really sucks when like you know, like uh, like female artists they're like pigeonholed, you know. Like, yeah. they don't they don't want to see you prosper in the mainstream unless you are making this. <laughs> like, yeah. there is, for, there's this artificially created lane for them. And so if you're, like, a really fucking good artist outside of that lane, then you just got to settle for critical acclaim, I guess. Yeah. And, like, you know, and, like, props to all the women that, ha- that are on, like, Megan Thee Stallion right now. But yeah. Like, and I'm not taking away her shine at all. Like I really no, no, no. Stop. Yeah, 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 no. We're not saying that making you know making music of that subject matter is a bad thing or makes you a lesser artist. We just think it sucks that you can't like there are there are a lot of women who like can't get on. It's because, really it's really obvious what lane you got to be in. Yeah, it's obvious what you got to really yeah. really obvious. Exactly. It's a shame. All right. But uh, one more single. One. So uh, Danger Mouse dropped Ninjurus featuring MF Doom. And. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is my favorite song. Wait, Hannibal Buress, MF Doom, or 
<laughs> no, the actual MF Doom. But here's the thing. I was like, wait, is this MF Doom? Because I'm listening to the track and it's like, these are some of the best bars and best rhyme scheme Doom has spit in years. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Who lit a fire under his, his ass? So, so I did some research and it turns out this was actually a previously unreleased track from Danger Mouse and Sparkle Horse's uh, 2010 album, Dark Knight of the Soul, that he never released due to the death of Sparkle Horse's lead singer, uh, Mark uh, Linkus. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So it was a, So I, I was like, why is it... This Doom verse so fucking good. Doom doesn't rap this well anymore. And it was because it was a verse from 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. It's because it's a verse from nine years ago. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. But, I mean, regardless, who gives a fuck where it was? There's a, Now we just have a new amazing Doom verse just blessed upon me. And right, I'll, right. I'll fucking take it. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that wraps it about up for music. Let's talk about video. And really, the only thing we got to talk about for video games is the Game Awards. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, unless you want to talk about us being right about Stadia. <laughs> uh, no, just know we were right about Stadia. Yep. Shit don't work. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of memes out. Yep. There's a, uh, there's a, which I think is a joke account. <laughs> <laughs> Stadia works. Yeah, there's Stadia, Stadia works. works. Did you did you see the one that like it was made like a couple days before launch day, and like so it had only existed for like five days when launch day came. Uh, it only followed the, <laughs> it only followed the Stadia account and just went on a crusade on launch day defending Stadia. And, P and people yeah. are, people are basically 50-50 on whether that was a Google plant or a person trying to look like a Google plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, it's really funny when you read about it. But yeah, we were right about Stadia. Don't get that shit. Did you Not see, yet. You, did you see the IGN article that was like. And remember, the only the only reason to get Stadia is because it's quote unquote cheaper. And it was like, here's everything, here's all the you know internet hardware to get the most out of Google Stadia, and it like totaled up to like three hundred dollars. Uh, it's still cheaper than a console, I guess. I guess, but that's funny. <laughs> well, that's barely cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> like um, you might as well, little Timmy might as well wait for his mom to give him a couple more weeks of allowance. For real. And then go get him a for switch. Real. Yeah. All right. Um, but the Game Awards is out. The nominees are out. Um, Alrighty. and let me tell you what, gaming citizens prepare. Gaming <laughs> citizens. Because, <laughs> because I'm not gonna lie, this is like if you thought the Grammys was whack, the Game Awards aren't whack. They are this whack. Is actually, I liked everything on these lists. On yeah. these lists, actually. Yeah, the Game Awards everything aren't horrible. Everything makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nothing. Nothing it's doesn't just, make sense. Just, we meme. We meme on it during. Yeah, because <laughs> the game awards are the game awards are like cringy trash. <laughs> They're awful. <laughs> I don't want to be called a gaming citizen. Nobody would watch the game awards if Jeff Keighley didn't have nine hundred industry friends who could get him trailers yeah. and reveals. Right, I'm waiting for that Bayonetta three trailer because that and or a Metroid Prime four. Basically, I'm wanting Nintendo trailers. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's what he's in it for. That's what he's in it for. <laughs> Hold on, Joker was revealed last Game Awards. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm, All right, mm. let's get into it. So yeah. we're we're just gonna do the same thing we did with the Grammys. Category, who's in the category, and then uh, t tell you yeah, guys and what, then we'll what talk we feel about it if you know if we have opinions. <laughs> yeah. All right. By the way, not every category is on here because, like the Grammys, some categories we didn't care. <laughs> like esports coach. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. All right, game of the year. We have Control, 
Death Stranding, Super Smash and Bash Ultimate, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, The Outer Worlds. I have no problem with any of these winning. Except for maybe I, Smash. I think... Um, <laughs> That's a little weird, but... If Smash did numbers and everybody... you, I think you underestimate everybody's back. That is like, true. I mean, yeah. I, I wasn't underestimating it in the moment when I first saw it watching E3. I flipped my shit. But yeah, no, that's completely <laughs> fair. Um, I think in terms of who's going to win, Resi 2, Sekiro, maybe, I, I, and barely. I'm pulling for The Outer Worlds or Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. I and this is just me being cynical, but I really think Death Stranding is gonna win, and then everybody's gonna shit on Jeff Keighley. Death Stranding is definitely like, oh my god! Remember when they gave Coach? Remember when they gave? I'm about to say Kojima the uh, innovator of the year. I'm about to say remember. They're definitely sucking his dick for this. I'm one. about to say remember Kojima is Jeff Keighley's idol, friend, yeah. and put him in a video game, the yeah, same video so, game that is nominated for Game of the Year. So you think you really do you under you think that uh. <laughs> Think that uh, <laughs> Death Stranding about to sweep like uh, what sweep last year? Right, Red Dead Two almost. Yeah. Sweep, <laughs> crazy. It might sweep. Uh, let, or bet. Now here we go. Let's go, move on to the next category because if Death Stranding doesn't win this one, it's it's definitely gonna win this one, and that's best game direction. Now tell me, game direction. Yes. What does that mean? I I I feel like game direction it would just come down to like. The, the direction is it of the how custom. the game progresses. I, f- I, 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 maybe, maybe, mm. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what it'd be because I, I, if it, if it was game direction in reference to a game director, then they would be nominating people, not studios. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't, okay. I'm not exactly sure what they intend to mean by this, but the options are Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Shadow Die Twice, and The Outer Wilds. I feel like all are pretty deserving. I feel like if there's any category that, like, Death Stranding maybe actually deserves to win would be Direction or Narrative, which is also nominated oh, facts, for. yeah. I think it's going to win Narrative hands fucking down. Uh, mm, it, it actually has some competition in there, though. Really? Okay, yeah. okay. So, well, let's move on, then. Yeah. Uh, best Narrative. We have A Plague Tale, uh, Innocence, which came out really early this year. And uh, I... Uh, now, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Some of these games I haven't played on this... M- part i just know that just from the general reaction seeing what people talk about these during this year all of these stories have fucking great i mean all of these games have fucking great stories so there's a plague tale control death stranding disco elysium and the outer worlds from what i understand and i really need to get around to disco elysium because apparently disco elysium's narrative is next fucking level it is more Mm -hmm. in in in-depth and your decisions matter more than, like, anything else ever. <laughs> no. So, I need to get around to that. But just based off of the praise it's gotten, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to Disco Elysium. Right, right. All right. Now we have uh, Best Art Direction. All right. And that is Control, Death Stranding, Gree, uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. So, wait, it's pronounced Gree, not Gris? I think it's Gris, because I think it's, like, gray and fr- French. I remember I looked it up when I played the game, and it was Gris. Oh, okay. Because well, I, um, I was trying to talk to people about it, and I didn't know what to say. Art direction, not gonna lie, A. 
Sayonara Wild Hearts. I got a chance to play that shit. <laughs> I'm glad you're on board. I never <laughs> I never got back to you to ask if you play Sayonara Wild Hearts. Sayonara Wild Hearts is unironically one of my favorite games I fucking played this year. It's nutty. It is an experience. It is very crazy. That's why I am pulling super and hard. It's not hard to pick up out of nowhere. Yep. Yep. Yeah, like you just have to have some sort of rhythm. I yep. I'm Oh yeah, that's why I, I let Greg play it. And he, <laughs> it, it was not going well for him. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, I, I I feel like they're gonna give it to one of the big dogs, which makes me sad. But in my heart, I want it to be Greer Cyanide Wild Hearts. Yeah. Especially Cyanara <laughs> Wild Hearts. I'll give you Cyanara. Um. But then we also have uh, best score slash music, which is. That has Sayonara. Yep, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3, Sayonara Wild Hearts, DMC 5, Death Stranding, and Cadence of Hyrule. I didn't know Death Stranding had music. Uh... Appar- <laughs> apparently it does, and apparently it's good, but like you wouldn't know that unless you play the game because the yeah, music exactly. is copyrighted as a motherfucker. So when you. <laughs> mm. So, it, like, people in YouTube videos are like, man, the music's great in this moment, but you gotta. We had to mute it so I could get paid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could see Cadence of Hyrule winning because who the fuck doesn't like Zelda music? And yeah. I didn't, I didn't play the game, but it's just like it's uh, what is it? Uh, Crypt of the Shadow Necrodancer. Re- yeah, Crypt of the Necrodancer, and that music was always good. Yeah. Um, it, like I said, I could see Devil. I could see DMC Five winning this. Bang bang, pull my Devil Trigger. Just on that. Yep. Yeah. Remember when they performed it last year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I in my heart, I wanted to be. Oh, Cadence. they performed it at E3. I don't remember. Yeah, in my heart. I want it to be Cadence of Hyrule or Sinai Wild Hearts. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Kingdom Hearts 3 was not pulling with the music this time around. Yeah. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 wasn't pulling regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Sinai Wild Hearts was a bop from beginning to end. Yeah. I still need but, to go back and like try, try that game on album mode, where you just play through every level like straight, and it's one big score. Because the game's... Oh, that'd be, oh, say, that's not, oh, it's in levels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to try that. I mean, because... I mean, it's not like it's a commitment. That game's like an hour long. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like, that's why it's like, literally, you can, if you want to know if you have time to play through Sinai Wild Hearts, go on Spotify and look up the soundtrack. That's how long the game is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Now we have best audio design. Uh, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I'd give it to Resi 2. Really? Personally? I honestly would probably give it to either of the shooters, not gonna lie. Yeah, you got gears. Make gun sound good. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> oh man. Alrighty. Let's get into best performance. And a, and a place where best performance is clear and makes sense. It makes the fucking sense. Alright. So we have Ashley Birch as Pravardi Holcomb from the Outer Worlds. Courtney Hope as Jesse Faden from Control, Laura Bailey as as uh, Kate Diaz from Gears Five, Mads Mikkelsen as Cliff from Death Stranding, Matthew Porretta as Doctor Casper Darling from Control, and Norman Reedus as Sam Border as Sam Porter Bridges from Death Stranding. I'm pulling for Norman Reedus. I heard Matt. I heard Mads Mikkelsen has the best performance in the game though. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 
We'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna say I have not. I have not played Control, Gears Five, or Death Stranding, so I will hold I my tongue. I played a tiny. I played a tiny bit of Control to see what RTX does. Yeah. <laughs> and I like. I liked her voice, so <laughs> I'll pull for it too. Yeah. All right. Games for Impact. Now this is the. This is a category I've seen people giving some shit. Not for who was nominated, but because the category exists in general. Rit, why? Because oh, because it's subjective. It's subjective. Well, not not just that, but games for impact pretty much has become like the game. If you look at who's been in it the past few years, it's kind of like the Game Awards quarantine board for your game has LGBTQ themes. You 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 can right, and that that holds up again this year when you look at the nominees being Concrete Genie, Greet. Uh, kind words, Life is Strange 2, and Sea of Solitude. Jeez. So that that's that's the main reason why people you know feel some type of way about them. Okay. About the okay. category. Uh, I feel like I'm not in the position to speak on that or not, so... <laughs> we will not speak on it. We will not speak on it. <laughs> Best independent game. We have Baba Is You, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer w Wilds, uh, Untitled Goose Game. Literally, uh, any of these, I'd be fine with. All of these are great any games. Of these, any of these could fucking win, and I'd be like, you know what? Absolutely. Yep. Um, I'm pulling for Goose. <laughs> Just for the, the memes. Memes went way too crazy. Yeah. I I I don't. I'm. I'll only pull for Goose if Outer Wilds and Disco Elysium haven't already won something. Yeah. Because those two are actual like good games. <laughs> Untitled Goose mm -hmm. Game isn't a bad game. It's just kind of. Um, it's just kind of a really well put together meme. It's like yeah. a it's like a meme that has more to it than you think. <laughs> like uh, Lil Nas X. Yeah, like Lil Nas X, exactly. A well put together industry plant. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is Untitled Goose Game an industry plant? No. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is Lil Nas X. <laughs> Come on. Let me put my tinfoil hat back on. Come on. I think I th I think Lil Nas X is an industry plant. Mm. I mean, we've heard the stories. He yeah. only had like five dollars when he dropped that song. Allegedly. Oh wait, I'm sorry, Trev. People don't lie on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Keep playing me. I'm smacking the shit out you. All right. Best mobile game. Uh, we have Call of Duty Mobile, which apparently is really popular. Like, I know... A, uh, yeah, that shit's nutty! Yeah, it's, like, super fucking popular, which was surprising to me. Yeah. Uh, Grindstone, really Cyanar Wild Hearts, Sky, Sky, Children of Light, and What the Golf. Uh, Cyanar Wild Hearts or What the Golf is what I'm gonna pull for here. What I would personally like to see, but I wouldn't be surprised if they just give it to COD Mobile. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I'm going to agree with you on that wholeheartedly. More yeah. so on the Sarnor Wild Hearts portion because yeah. I haven't seen when I saw it, any other besides that I, one. When I saw it in this category, I was really surprised because I played it on the Switch and I completely forgot that the other platform it's available for is Apple Arcade, and those are the only two. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, it is a mobile game. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, best VR slash AR game. We have Asgard's Wrath, Blood and Truth, Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, and Trover saves the universe. No Man's Sky. Uh, Honestly. Yeah, No Man's Sky or Beat Saber. Yeah, like, No Man's Sky is the redemption story of the fucking generation. 
But nobody gives a fuck. But nobody gives a fuck. And, and question, uh, Beat Saber came out, oh, May 1st, 2018. Wait, what? What? should have been up for nominations for last year. What in Wakanda? Whatever. Initial release date, May 1st, 2018. I'm just not going to think um, about it too hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just going to yeah. choose not to think about it too hard. That's so... Oh, wait, here it is. Um, the game has been in early access since 2018. Was fully released in May 2019. All right, yep. Yeah, fuck it, send it. That's, that's fucking... All right. Send it, <laughs> send it. The game was pretty much fucking done. All right, anyway... Yeah. What's next? Bro, all award shows are just fuckery. <laughs> That's I'm, what I'm hearing, bro. I'm tired of award show fuckery. Mm-hmm. But we gonna but we gonna keep going. Uh, yeah. b- best action game, which is a stupid thing, because every game has fucking action. And I, oh, oh. Like, but every game is also a role-playing game. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh. oh, oh. Open your third <laughs> eye, king. All these, all these squares make a circle. You get here, kings. All these squares make a circle. <laughs> We was dinosaurs and shit. We was kings. <laughs> All, right. All right. Best action game. We have Apex Legend, Astral Chain, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, and Metro Exodus. Uh, I'm pulling for DMC 5 or Astral Chain. I'm, I would say I'm pulling for Astral Chain um, in terms of what's going to win, DMC 5 or Gears 5. Yeah. Best best action adventure game and another awful fucking. <laughs> mm, open your eye, King. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, every game is an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Borderlands Three, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil Two, The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. I'll pull for Resi Two, Resi Two or Sekiro. Yep. Not for Death Stranding, but though there is action, I know you do get a gun eventually. Yeah, we saw that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> did you know that? You, did you know you can defeat the ghosts with your bodily fluids in Death Stranding? So best RPG. <laughs> they're, they're semen grenades uh. and piss grenades <laughs> and blood grenades. <laughs> Fantasy 14, Kingdom Hearts 3, Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Don't ignore Kojima's genius. I hate this. When are we going to stop calling that nigga a genius and start calling that nigga a crackhead? I swear to God. If Death Stranding was actually an absolute failure, this would have been the time. But he still has, <laughs> he's still yet to miss. Because Death Stranding just wasn't for, yeah, Death Stranding just wasn't for everybody. It wasn't bad. All hits, no misses. All yeah. smashes, no passes. Exactly. So, when 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 you look at the man and his in his game with the semen grenades and the piss grenades and the blood grenades, so that you can defeat the ghosts, so that you can reconnect America. I can't believe I gotta throw a fucking piss grenade. Yes. Or a semen grenade at a ghost. I got a nut in a jar and then throw it at somebody and it'll mm-hmm. explode. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, I wish I could have it in real life. Ew. I ain't gonna hold you, Slim. Why? What you mean, why? What would you use that for? <laughs> get niggas the wha- get niggas the fuck away from me. <laughs> oh, you know what? I got, got semen grenades. <laughs> <laughs> I would be afraid. So just put it on a table. That is See the, this? That's the ultimate weapon. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me throw this piss at you. <laughs> 
Oh man, but back on the topic of best RPG, yes. um, I can see Outer Worlds. Worlds. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think they're gonna give it to Iceborne. I don't even know why Iceborne's People nominated. People don't like Iceborne. People don't like Iceborne because their brains are too goddamn small. Talk about it. They don't like Monster Hunter because their brains are too damn small. Exactly. Or just they just because you don't have just because you don't have just because you have big weapons don't mm-hmm. mean you have to be fast. You fucking mongrels. Or or they or they only like Monster uh, Hunter World because their brains are small. Facts. I hate, I mean, I hate, but I really dislike the people who's like, oh, it's so slow. Well, yeah. Yeah, you fucking. It's not a fucking anime, you fucking weeb. You fucking smooth brain. You fucking smooth brain? Yeah, if I, if you, you, if you pick up a whole ass shield and a lance, which isn't even humanly possible. Yes. You're not going to sit here and go fast with it. Yeah. And if you want to play fast with it, play dual blades. What? I'm going to say there are literally like two. No, there's three fast weapons for you. What? Yeah, I would give it. I'll give you dual blades. I'll give you insect glaive, sword and shield. Yep. And I'm gonna say one of those literally lets you fly around in the air like your little weeb heart desires. You fuck. Yeah, but niggas, uh, but niggas are too small brained, too smooth brained. They just can't. They just wanna. They wanna play. They wanna sit here and play fucking. Um, wanna sit here and try to play Swax and think they gonna get the anime out? Like no, nigga, yeah. sit down. <laughs> All right, time for a really fun category: best fighting game. Oh, this is the head ass. Of head we ass. have DOA Six, Mortal Kombat Eleven, Samurai Showdown, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and Jump Force. <laughs> Literally, the, I feel like the only reason anybody's mad at this list are a the people who like. The people who are like, "Last Smash is in there. It's not a fighting game, which it isn't, but come on. We have, we're, we're past this. The we're, joke we're, is beneath us. Yeah, we're past this. <laughs> and the and the actual thing people should be mad about is Jump Force even being fucking nominated in a year. I get it. Not a lot of fighting games came out this year, but there's one that could easily have been right there. Easily. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. That would have been crazy. That would be crazy. Get rid of Jump Force. But these niggas decide to put Jump Force on. Put an act. I'm going to say, like, because, like, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid is, like, a good fighting game with, like, a decently, not a giant community, but a decently sized community and, like, dedicated devs. You got Jay Wong in there. Yeah, who are doing good (laughs) shit. But I digress. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. They're going to give, they're going to give it to Smash because they're definitely not going to give Smash Game of the Year. That that is my prediction. Honestly, I'm not I'm not gonna be I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm mad at it. Yeah, I'm in, not. In, in my perfect world, out of these options, it would be Sam Show. Yeah. Right. Best family. But niggas game. don't like neutral. Niggas don't like neutral. Niggas so. hate neutral, bro. What? They're impatient. Then again, I hate neutral yep. too. That's why I play Guilty Gear. And but now they're trying ooh, to. F- ooh, 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 ooh. Now they're trying to give you neutral. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. And, but I wouldn't even mind if they gave me neutral. But they're taking away the other things. <laughs> actually, I, I meant actually I meant to mention that in my, in my week, so I'll just talk about it real quick. Was nap so a lot of like actual like long form breakdowns and like you know g- and gameplay and gameplay footage of like people who actually got to play more than one match, so it wasn't just some off camera shit came out. I am less upset because there the game still has depth. It's just the depth is in different places. I just. 
So I, I feel like there will be something to learn and I will enjoy myself no matter what. I just feel like they gave some of that depth back to some of the other places too still. But there's still yeah. something there. Now that I've had like a deeper breakdown and like people who actually know what they're doing got their hands on the game and had some like not janky off camera footage and actually broke <laughs> Courtney with the fucking Nokia phone. Yeah, fucking somebody just fucking sit still for the life of them. Yeah. And now that we finally have somebody fucking, you know, keep like keep track and like actually break things down thoroughly and I actually get to ask Arxis questions personally. I there are a lot of things that were clarified. For example, uh, there is still Oki in the corner. You don't hey. have to take you don't have to take the wall break. It just kind of feels weird because what you basically do is you go up until one more hit would have made them go through, and then they just slide down to the ground, which is eh. I feel like that's a momentum killer, but whatever. And also, apparently, when you finally land that counter hit dust you do every character does like 50% and you get Gatling back for the duration of that launch combo, which still I'd prefer to just have Gatling, but (laughs) whatever, (laughs) whatever. At least it's somewhere, you know? Yeah. Also, uh, there was a real, there was a real funny video of, uh, the boys over at anime Illuminati got somebody to give them a survey link. (laughs) <laughs> from Arc Revo and they filled out a real survey which is a 10 minute video that was like it was like we collectively save Guilty Gear <laughs> oh god it, 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 was, it was pretty meme but there was some actual they, he, there was some good stuff in there though he did try to like manipulate it to get his opinion listened to he was like alright they very clearly don't care about Guilty Gear players and only want new people so I'm gonna say I've never played a fighting game before but I would like to buy this one yeah <laughs> that's good uh, yeah alright best <laughs> family game Luigi's Mansion uh, 3 Ring Fit Adventure Super Mario Maker 2 Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Yoshi's Crafted World out of these options I am pulling for Luigi's Mansion 3 and you know what's crazy about all this Smash Ultimate's gonna win oh <laughs> no Nintendo yes it's fucking is this ca- this category? Yeah, who? and this is what some of these game companies need to get behind. Somebody needs this to This is the reason why games. Nintendo makes as much money as it does. This is the reason because the family games right here. Yeah, they make games for children. Even, niggas, even though it's a, even though it's only that kids. Nah, only grown ass men play this shit. Kids want to play COD in Fortnite. They want to feel <laughs> older than they are. No, that's facts. Uh, uh, only grown ass men are walking around playing Ring Fit Adventure. Ain't no kid fucking buy Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> Only grown ass men bought Yoshi's Crafted World. Oh, man. Ain't no kid looked at that and went, Yoshi, no. That's crazy. But it's true. Cap. It's true, bro. Cap. There, ain't, Cap. there ain't no fucking Look, children playing I'm this telling, shit. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, Nintendo's got it on lock. This is why Nintendo's never going nowhere. Well, I mean, well, that and like... It's like, man. I was going to say, that, like, and, man. that and the ridiculous mountain of money they had from being, like, yeah. ostensibly <laughs> the first se- the first that didn't fail. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that, you're, that a lot of people's parents still call video games the Nintendo. Yeah. Or, or when you see a video game character, is that Mario? Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, uh, Alright. Best strategy game. 
We have Age of Wonders, Planetfall, Anno 1800, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, Total uh, Total War, Three Kingdoms, Tropical Six, Wargroove. I'd say Wargroove or Fire Emblem, personally. Yeah, I haven't played any of these, but I guess I'm partial to Fire Emblem. Yeah. Nintendo, but like... Yeah. <laughs> any of these games could be eons above uh, Fire Emblem. So. Mm-hmm. Best sports slash racing game. Crash Team Mm -hmm. Racing, Nitro Fueled, Dirt Rally 2, uh, Football Pro Evolution Soccer 2020, uh, F1 2019, and FIFA 20. Crash Team Racing is going to win. Probably. Yep. (laughs) Best best multiplayer game. Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, and The Division 2. I'm pulling for Tetris 99 to make niggas mad. Yeah, oh yeah, Hoes would be mad, but in actuality, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Modern Warfare. Or Apex. Or or, But Apex has been on the decline. As far really? As, as far as their numbers go, yeah. Damn. <laughs> well. <laughs> All right. Uh, this category. Fresh indie I, game presented by Subway. I, I, I honestly skipped over it because I should have asked you, hey, do we need this? What is this? <laughs> yeah. What does this mean? <laughs> I think, I think it's just another one, for the for the sake. But like for the studio. E- yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So Go it, ahead, say the name. it it it's a Z A U M for Disco Elysium. Nobody for no. Sorry, nobody studio. No Nomada. I can't even talk today. My brain. Nomada Studio for Gree. Uh. Dead Toast Entertainment for My Friend Pedro, Mobius Digital for Outer Wilds, Mega Crit for Slay the Spire, and House House for Untitled Goose Game. So the it says fresh indie game, and then it gives the war to the studio. Yes, I don't really. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. that's fine, I guess. Whatever. Content creator of the year. I, do, um, you, do you know who any of these people are? I know Shroud got the bag, I think, and he went to Mixer, right? Yeah. So All right, probably so, Shroud, but yeah. Courage, who is Jack Dunlop, Dr. Lupo, Benjamin Lupo, Ewok, Soleil, Wheeler, Greg, oh, fuck this guy, Greg, I, I'm only saying that because of the name, I don't know this guy at all, Gref uh, G. David Martinez, <laughs> Gref G, there we go, and uh, Shroud, Michael Grise- oh. Mike Wazowski, all right, moving on. Yep. <laughs> Next. Uh, best esports game, uh, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, Dota 2. Fortnite, League, Overwatch. This is a yawn-ass yawn category. Yeah, it's literally all the ones that... It's gonna on. be. And then, like, every couple of years, they'll throw a fighting game in. Yeah, but... Eh, Speaking eh. of every couple of years we throw a fighting game player in, best esports player. We have uh, Booga, who plays Immortals in Fortnite, Faker from the League of Legends, Perks from the League of Legends, Simple from CSGO, and Sinatra from Overwatch. Why'd you say speaking of fighting games? Because people were also mad that no fighting game player got nominated for esports player. Didn't didn't Sonic Fox win last fucking year? Yes. <laughs> what are these niggas complaining about still? The, well, people are still mad because like that like fighting games had gr- good story. Like Arslan Ash, Arslan Ash is the oh, one that people are that actually was a mad about. Story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, are mad that he that Arslan Ash didn't get nominated, but. Dog won Evo. I think he's cool. Yeah. Which the winning Evo is part of the reason why people are like he should be nominated. Who cares? It's it's the Dorito Pope's friendship awards. Yeah, like come on. Now. It's Dorito Pope and friends. 
All right. I mean, uh, didn't Hungrybox didn't win one, did he, or was he nominated? I don't, I don't, know. I don't fucking know. Was, but anyway, I don't next. know. Hungrybox does. I think it's the last one we care about. Oh, last two. Yeah. Uh, best esports team we have Team Astralis, which is a CS:GO team. G Two Esports, which is a league team. OG, which is a Dota Two team. San Francisco Shock, which is an Overwatch team, and Team Liquid for CS:GO in particular. Specifically CS:GO. Yeah. Um, I the only one I've heard about in recent news is G Two. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll pull for them. Yeah. They um, won Worlds or something like that. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And e- <laughs> and finally, we have Best Esports Event of 2019. We have Overwatch League Grand Finals, Evo 2019, Fortnite World Cup, IEM. Katowice 2019, mm-hmm. League of Legends World Championship 2019, and the International 2019. So what's crazy is y'all niggas are mad that no fighting game players got on, but Evo got on, so e- they're obviously watching, right? E- Evo gets best esports event by default every year, even the years Evo is not a great, a great, a well-ran <laughs> event. Like it's always there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, this Evo was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I like this Evo. Yeah, it's gonna be Fortnite World Cup though, just because of just because the shit tons of money they were throwing around. Fuck. Well, hey. All right, and and talking about shit tons of money, let's move into shows and then wrap it up. We have a dollar amount on how much it costs to reanimate Sonic for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yup. That dollar amount is thirty-five million dollars. Yup. Damn. Animation is expensive. (laughs) Animation is expensive, and if this movie, if y'all don't go see this movie, I'm killing y'all. <laughs> don't do, don't do that. Corporations aren't your friend. <laughs> corporations aren't your friend. Yeah, corporations aren't your friend. <laughs> Just because they made a dick ass Sonic design the first time, and everyone no, went, "Ugh, yeah, nigga." Yeah. And they and they decided, "Oh, let's remake it so maybe people actually look at this movie." That isn't my problem. You yeah, should have just no, made a good design right. the first time. You're completely right. You are completely right. You got it, King. All right. Um, but yeah. I mean, but that Sonic does look really good. Oh, he looks fucking phenomenal. And I'm going to see it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Fuck it. Do you know what I still haven't seen that I need to see? What? Detective Pikachu. I haven't seen that either. I heard it was actually pretty good. Yeah, no, I heard it's really good and that most of the like, Pokemon aren't in the Uncanny Valley. Most yeah. of them. <laughs> most of them actually look like real-life adaptations of what they would be. Yeah. Jigglypuff having fur still weirds me out, but... Yeah. <laughs> If, That's the only one where I'm like, what the fuck? Do you know fuck? what's nuts? Like, the further we get into the future, the less and less they're going to be able to, like, do this without just making a furry movie. Because the Pokemon just keep getting more and more anthropomorphic. Yeah. Non-stop. Especially with this last, last gen. Those aren't Pokemon. Those are grown-ass men. Those, these are Digimon. Grown-ass <laughs> men? Yo! It's a grown-ass man. Yo! <laughs> Oh my god, dude! What the fuck? <laughs> that's not a Pokemon. That's not. That's not. Cinderace is a grown ass man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You might be right on that one. Cinderace is kind of a grown ass man. Bro, fucking Rillaboom, grown ass man. Uh, Inteleon, grown ass man. Th- it oh, doesn't. Shit. You might be on to something, King. Come on. <laughs> Put your tinfoil hat on. Come bro. on. You might be on to something, King. Come on. Man, who else? Who else? Because there's plenty of them in this fucking game. Uh, there's um, uh, Colossal. He stands up on his legs. Grown ass man. Uh, Grim Snarl. Grown ass man. Oh, facts. Uh, Toxtricity. Grown ass oh, man. My. Oh my god, dude. Uh, 
that uh, hide a rain Pokemon. Yep. Grown ass woman, I guess. Yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Obstagoon. Grown ass men. Surfetched, Mr. Right. These are all grown ass fucking men. <laughs> Yo. Holy fuck, bro. Oh, hell nah. Oh, hell nah. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what the oh, future shit. holds? I think so, buddy. Alrighty. I think honestly, they're really just trying to—they really just trying to be Digimon out here. Yeah. And niggas be sleeping on Digimon. I want to. I want to. Speaking of that, we're in, we're off our docket. Yeah. Um, is there? If you can look up some things that are happening, um, I just saw that Battleborn is shutting down in 2021. Ha! Which is kind of crazy. They got. They just got fucked. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> they got doinked. It's not even their fault. Yeah. Um. Apparently, well, eh, I'm gonna say it's a little bit their fault because apparently, like. The game itself wasn't fun. Mm, okay, okay. But yeah. Um. Apparently, Godzilla versus Kong got delayed eight months to November 2020. Uh. Oh well, that sucks. Oh well, I'll wait. Um. I'm looking for anything else. Oh. Twitter. All right, I got some fresh. Uh, I got a couple things to rattle off rapid fire. Yeah. Uh, Madlib confirms that there is going to be a third album in his in his uh series with. Freddie Gibbs, he just doesn't know when. Okay. So you know, Bandana is not the last. They're gonna make a, a they're gonna make it a trilogy. Uh, and uh, niggas keep snitching about Pokemon Sword and Shield exploits. All yeah, of y'all like, niggas are feds. If you're, I just want them to fix the autosave feature. I just be forgetting. <laughs> oh. Fuck the actual. Uh, fuck the exploits. I don't care. That's what I'm saying. Like. People are like, you're ruining it for everybody because getting max raid Pokemon isn't like, isn't rare or special anymore. Like getting the Gigantamax is when you can just exploit it so you can grind until you get the one you want. Shut your ass up. Yeah, please. Stop snitching. You're all feds. All of you are the fucking feds. Um, for real. And then, um, we said it offhandedly, but Taylor Swift was named the AMA's Artist of the Decade. We said that in a pod before, but if you're listening now, yeah, um, that's cool. And oh yeah, Jeff Bezos, uh, he got in the news, but everybody started saying fuck him anyway because um, he donated <laughs> like a lot of money to homeless organizations. Yeah. However, it's in the form of an Amazon <laughs> stock. I fucking hate billionaires, bro. They really just don't want to give away their money, bro. <laughs> he- like, he was like, yeah, I gave away all this money in the form of stocks. Oh, yeah, because, like, a homeless man is going to do great things in the stock market. He totally has all the other resources you need to succeed in that right. field. It's so stupid. Um, apparently, um, Survivor Series happened last night, and Brock Lesnar still won, even though Rey Mysterio... I fucking like, hate Brock Lesnar. It was a good match, apparently, though. I hate Vince McMahon. He's a <laughs> racist, and... What's up, nigga? Yeah. That was crazy. What's up, my nigga? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, nah. Um, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar still won. He had to fight off both Rey Mysterio and his son, Dominic. Nice. Um, And they double 619'd him. No, that's spicy. They double 619'd him, and and they still didn't win. Like, he, he tapped out of that. It, it was a really good looking move too. Like, yeah. Oh man. I'm that, see, that's 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 the issue. That's one of the biggest issues with the WWE in the past few years is 
they they forgotten why signature moves were fun for people and impressive and that was because when they bust them out they were something cool looking and then the match ended like it's it, called a finisher probably. yeah yeah and like the you know the first couple times you know there was a dude who's like oh he's really fucking strong so he eats like three finishers and keeps getting back up that was cool but when it's every match now finishers yeah. just don't do anything anymore um Lizzo apparently brought the tiny a, a tiny purse to AMAs and asked people to Photoshop and got some really funny results, I guess. Um uh. Yeah, she asked, Can someone Photoshop the bag big and me small? I'm trying to see something. Um Frozen Two breaks global box office record. Frozen two came out. Yeah, that's the thing. And you know what's crazy? Man, I need to go see that. Because Frozen I'm... 2 looks fucking active, bro. Bro, I'm a... like it's <laughs> not know. like it's not like Frozen One where it's like I don't think it's like Frozen. Like, if you see trailers, this movie looks active, active. I haven't watched a single trailer either. Hey, watch a trailer, bro. Elsa's like running on water and some shit. And like, she's actually like fighting oh, with her shit. So she's, oh. she's Jesus. So I came through and told Tartar some shit, bro. <laughs> oh my God. But, um, Hold on. Oh, that's, this, it has a much lower score on Metacritic currently than I expect it to. It's a sixty-five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if it's just grown ass men. <laughs> yeah, <actually. laughs> if it's just grown ass um, men running around yelling at this movie for little girls. Here it is. Do- during its opening weekend, highly anticipated sequel broke the global record for the highest grossing weekend for an animated film. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, the film, which made 127 million domestically, 350 million worldwide, is the largest opening for any Walt Disney Animation Studios release. Yeah, no. Frozen was a juggernaut, so Frozen Two is gonna be another fucking juggernaut. It's crazy. Like Frozen was su- Frozen was such a juggernaut that what? Let me see. What year did Frozen come out? Like fucking when we were in high school, like 2014. Yeah. Let me let me let me check. I don't want it. I don't care when Frozen Two came out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I literally just looked up Frozen. Yeah. Tw- I hate yeah. 2013. Okay. Yeah. Frozen is so popular that I know children, like small children, who were born. After Frozen's heyday, grew up to the point where they could understand and remember movies, and Frozen still them little niggas' favorite movie. <laughs> of course, Frozen Two is gonna be the biggest thing ever because there's grown ass adults who are gonna be like, "Yeah, Frozen," and then a bunch of parents whose kids are probably kicking them in the shins every morning until they take them to see fucking Frozen. That's crazy. <laughs> Hey, I'm not gonna hold you though. I'm gonna see Frozen Two. <laughs> yeah, no more. Like I said, that movie looks fucking active. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just scrolling through these, uh, just scrolling through the ne- the uh, negative reviews, it really just seems to be old men being angry at this children's movie. Uh, you know <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just say it. That that's the patriarchy right there. That. <laughs> where, where can they find you? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can find me at on Twitter at H underscore G A W D H God. You can find me on uh what is it? Twitch at H G O D H God. Uh I'm uh I'm everywhere. Check your local comment section. I'm probably handing somebody else. <laughs> oh my goodness. You can find me Where on can the, they find you at, Man, they can find me on the Twitter at Ken is fraudulent. Okay, okay. And, and uh, before we go. What song do you want the people to listen to? Since we can't um, play them anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What? We what what music were we talking about earlier? A lot. Um 
Oh yeah, uh, go listen to uh, Space Ghost Pussy. Yeah. Uh, and let me just so y'all know. Um, Hold on, I feel like I feel like I'm gonna at least try. Wait, Space Ghost Pussy isn't on s streaming. I'm gonna at least try to no, get away with playing YouTube. a little yeah. bit. Try to get away with that. It's uh, produced by Ronnie J. Um, it's got Lofty 305, Denzel Curry, um, XXXTentacion, and Ski Master Slump God. Um, I think the the if you play any of it, play the first two verses or mm -hmm. the, just the second verse. Because honestly, like Denzel Curry, Lofty 305, smoke that shit. Yeah. Ski is kind of only there because they he didn't know was, yeah. they didn't tell him it was a diss track until it became a diss track, but they liked his verse so they didn't get rid of it. So it's kind of jarring. Yeah. Like a bitch, you know, I do this. We'll see you next week. <laughs>